ain't never lied to my girl in my life But I can't lie, I got a girl on the side I can't keep it low, I ain't trying to keep it quiet One is my girl and the other is my wife I know you wonder where my head at But I got it in the bag, you could bet that uh, Wife never hit me with the next snap Cause she found a text from my girl with the eggplant Hello, 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 what's going on YBM listeners? It's your man Justin and we're back Hello, it's Ariel Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. Episode four. What's going on? You see the title correctly. I got something to admit. I got a wife and I got a girlfriend. What y'all think about that? Pretty interesting, huh, Ariel? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. interesting. It's very interesting. <laughs> I know. Well, um, thank you guys again for all your support and um, checking us out again for episode four. Why we do this podcast is to encourage strong marriages and relationships, to entertain you guys, and to educate or edutain, if you will. And what we expect... So we're expecting you to be blessed, inspired, and encouraged to keep advancing and moving as we do the same. So we just want to be a blessing to you, and that's what we're expecting to do through today's episode. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, 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 shout out to everybody listening and to have listened to our episodes in the past worldwide. Thank you so much. The love has been great. Um, more so in person. Uh, <laughs> because actually, you know what? I'm going to do this. If you're listening to my, my voice right now, I want you to stop because I know you're pretty much multitasking while you're listening to this. Either you're on your iPhone or you're on your computer. I want you to go to your email, your Yahoo, your Gmail, or if you're old school, use your Hotmail or AOL. Oh, wow. Go to compose um, email to in the to section, type in YBM901 at gmail.com and I want you to tell me what you think about the last episode or I want you to tell me what's your favorite thing about this show so far or I want you to tell me why you're excited to listen to this episode just do it right now I'm waiting on it (laughs) or go ahead and ask some questions we love to get questions and we love to answer some on our podcast yes yes just 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 do that for me that's just just do that favor one 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 time for me because i know you're listening <laughs> and we really want to hear from you we, we this this is what the show is all about it's really just a a, a conversation we really we really 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 want to hear from you okay cool send an email right now okay <laughs> send it send it all right, all right. We're just going to get straight into the show. Um, of course, we start off every segment with a wisdom word. And our wisdom word is... Who we marry is one of the most important decisions in life. One that will influence the level of happiness, growth, and success like no other choice. And that's by Nathan Workman. Yeah, segment one. Um, dating your spouse dating your spouse um this is kind of this is kind of why i i pretty much um named this episode 
the way I named it. Um, it's not the fact that I'm cheating on my wife or I have a side piece. She is my side piece, the entree and the dessert, the whole plate, the whole, whole everything. And the appetizer. And the appetizer. And the salad. The and, the, and, and a late night snack. And the bread before the meal. And the bread before the meal. <laughs> yeah, all that. Oh, and the leftovers. She all that. That's all I need. But, um... Basically, just really just having a mentality and um, action that she she doesn't. I mean, yes, she is your wife, but, you know, you can also still treat her uh, with that same angst as when you date somebody. You know, you know how it is, guys. But um, and one of those big things that you do when you have a girlfriend, you just love to spend time together. You are you are in that deep in that infatuation stage you you do all those texts and uh you know the late night phone calls where you're on the phone for like four or five hours sometimes you're not even saying anything but you just like every now and then you just be like what you doing nothing just watching tv or nothing talking to you five minutes later what you doing y'all know what i mean <laughs> yeah this just um, um spending spending quality time together um it, it's that shouldn't stop after your your wedding day or I guess, you know, after your first year of, of marriage. You want to keep spending that quality time. You want to seek and put the, the your your best foot forward and just intentionally make that quality time together, especially if that uh, falls under one of your uh, spouse's love language. So, yeah. <laughs> Another thing you definitely can do is keep the energy Keep the same energy you had while dating or more. Keep that same energy. Which is, it's funny to think about because the energy that the guy has, and I don't know if this is the case for everyone, when you first are starting to approach the girl that you're like, okay, I like her, and you just have so much energy and so much... Focus. Focus and fire for that one. Um, And I think oftentimes once you get them... You kind of lack up and like, okay, I got it. It's mine now. I got her. She's mine now. And then it's like, okay, relaxed. But you know, keep that focus on her. Yeah, yeah. Keep yeah. Keep that. Keep that focus. It's it's, it's very important. It 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 definitely helps out in the long run. I mean, we've only been married four years, but uh, I know that to be true. And I've also heard this plenty of times from people who are a lot more seasoned than us. And their married life um also learning um, each other's love language um if you don't know what love language is that pretty much is um that can be uh, an act of service um gifts um spending time um what else touch touch yes i'm a huge words of affirmation words of affirmation i'm a huge what am i what am i hold on pop queer time what am i Dum 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 touch. <laughs> da, baby, by the way. Okay, all my uh, 1990s babies know that song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, know their love language and then make it a act to do it. His love language was not one that I worked in naturally at the beginning, right? Was it? Absolutely not. But now it feels like second nature. Yes. Which is really fun. Yes. 
it's like it's not even hard at this point but he used to be like hold my hand i'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) it's funny i forgot about that yeah um but yeah learn each other and so that's the importance about learning your spouse like ladies what's good with your spouse might not be good for someone else's spouse and so, you know, it's good giving advice and taking advice. And even on the show, you know, we always have to keep it in mind that everyone's marriage looks different. It's no cookie cutter marriage. Right. And, um, yeah, you love differently. So his was touch and definitely words of affirmation. Those are like his top two. And what are my top two? <sighs> Your top <laughs> 15 is spending quality time. <laughs> That's that, that that is that is absolutely your um your your love language. Oh, well, I think I got more. All of them really. Yeah. I think you transform more. You trans you transform more than anything oh, cuz really? especially you like touch now. But um also with with the whole love language thing um in the beginning or well, once if and when you you know when you find out about your spouse's love language, um, oftentimes it may not be something that you like or do yourself or you're comfortable with, but it's trust me it's worth it the investment and energy to put place your best foot forward and actively doing that um, because it just it, it it creates that great you know synergy between y'all and. Ultimately, it just shows that you uh, that you love them. You know what I'm saying? That's how they mm-hmm. that's how they uh, view and receive love. It's probably p- part of um, how they grew up, or you know. Yeah, I definitely think so. Yeah. So you can oftentimes a mistake that we get into is we do our love language for the other person and we think that they should be happy because this is how I love them so for me quality time with Justin I can hang out with him for uh, 30 hours a day (laughs) not 30 (laughs) hours in a day but if I hadn't touched him he probably didn't feel as loved as he could have felt you know I'm cool sitting on one side of the room I used to be now I'm close but if I didn't affirm him or if I didn't like hold his hand or do something like that then it's like maybe he didn't feel love but I I had my love tank full and filled so you have to think huh it's not just about what makes me feel good and what makes me feel love but what about my 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 guy um or what about my girl right service absolutely um also just making making your spouse or husbands making your your wife feel special i believe that this is pretty much definitely a top three things that you should be focused on number one mainly um just nourishing her spiritually and just loving her but making her feel special goes a long way because if you don't make her feel you know special and unique and that she's just like any other person i think you're you're missing the mark and especially um the sparks in your relationship um Get get creative, you know. Um, chain together some like you know date or or something like that, or you know plan out a surprise weekend or you know a date that involves um, her love language and something that she really likes to do. Like I don't know, take her to like you know some kind of hair show or something or like her favorite park or if she loves water parks Ariel loves water parks so I definitely made sure we, we've gone to a few water, good water parks right 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but make her feel special. Um, you guys know any good water parks, please email because we will probably go to this water park. So email. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We've been to a few, but there's a ton more out there. But um, make her feel special. Be active. Be proactive. Make her feel special. Right? Absolutely. Everyone wants to feel special. Everybody wants to feel unique. And And your wife should feel like... She should feel like she is the gem for you. Correct. You know, even if you might have stresses, issues, whatever's going on, you should always let her know and show her through your actions that she's your gem. And you love her and cherish her above all all others. Absolutely. I know I do. <laughs> that builds a, a level of security and confidence within a woman as well. Um, when that's constantly done. Right. Right, 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 right. Yep. And also... Say I love you and say it all. Be kind. I feel like that's harder for us sometimes because we are amazing thinkers and we think of so much and we have a list in our mind at all times of what needs to be done, what's got to be done. And sometimes we can fluster ourselves by being overwhelmed by what's going on in our minds that it's harder to be kind because we just have a list of everything that needs to get done in the background of our mind. So kindness is wonderful, loving kindness it's 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 very very vital and important in a marriage so let it still be kind despite that long laundry list and that long to-do list in your mind right. and he doesn't know it he can't read your mind unless you've written on the fridge or something you know mm. <laughs> but that's probably another episode mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah being kind um I, did we say this last episode um a a, a, a gentle what is it? A gentle answer uh, turns away um, wrath. wrath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I mean that goes a long way with just everything. Not just necessarily in an argument, but just you know, in your just your day to day, just everything. You know, um, being kind, just willing to serve. Um, I don't. We don't. I. I don't necessarily believe that marriage is a a fifty fifty. Um, thing you know I give my 50% and I'm depending on you to give your 50% yeah you shouldn't really view it like that um, because if somebody's not giving their or can't give their 50% then all you left with is just a 50% marriage everybody should be giving 100% all the time you know what I'm saying you you, you shouldn't necessarily necessarily always meet somebody halfway you should go all the way and they should be going all the way for you and by that way um everything is offset and you just y'all just uniquely serving and loving each other right right yes okay all right um that's all we got for your first segment we will be right back after this see you later Young Black and Married is sponsored by 
2020 Sheep Productions. If you are in need of a photographer or videographer to capture your finest moments, call 2020 Sheep Productions at 901-295-8435 or log on to 2020sheep.com. 2020 Sheep Productions, meeting all of your visual needs. Located in the Tri-State area. Hey, YBM listeners, welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, segment two. I hope you grabbed a snack like Wendy says. Grab a snack and come right back. Oh, no. Please don't ever (laughs) do that again. Oh, we like Wendy. Negative. We do. Okay, guys. So before we get into this segment, we have the wisdom word for the ladies. So, ladies, the word is don't ever stop flirting with your husband. Mm. Mm. Y'all remember the flirting y'all used to do before y'all got married? Or maybe the flirting y'all used to do before you started dating? I remember the first time I flirted with my husband. It was like (laughs) an intentional flirt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I had known him for years and I had... I was very careful with the like brothers in my life. I was like, you know, I don't want to be flirty. So I was super careful to not be that way. But I remember I, I kind of, Justin, you know, he, I saw he was like in the pursuit stage a little bit. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm receiving this. And I flirted with him. Mm. But um, we got to keep that flirting up when we uh, get married, ladies. Our guys love it. Right? Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's fine, you know. It's, it's it's you know. It's natural. It's it's an overflow kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Overflow from what? From L O V E E E E E. Yeah. Love. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, our segment today, our segment two is work for your marriage, work for your spouse in the same way that you worked to get them. Mm. Work even harder, actually. Keep that, yeah, keep that same energy, remember? Yeah, that's the new new phrase and words you kids like to say these days, so. What, in energy, frequency, vibrations? <laughs> yeah, yeah, vibes. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. Yeah, 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 all that. We gotta keep that same energy up. For sure. Or even more. In, yeah, even more, honestly. Uh, and it's really important to cultivate that, especially in the beginning of your marriage or if you're like, you know, a little bit further down the road than us or whatever. It's good to start that and continue that cultivation of that, you know, that respark of, you know, like she said, like flirting and picking up that energy back up because that 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 that's a trickle down effect that just that um it's just ultimately just long term healthy for your marriage because you know i i think that that extra trying for that extra spice it becomes like you know repetition it almost becomes like an like not, the culture of your the marriage. culture of your marriage not necessarily even an expectation but it just happens and it you know it'll just be it'll be fun Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Also, remember the desire you have for your spouse while in that pursuit stage. Keep it up. We mentioned this a couple times already. Yeah. Um, it comes to mind for me um, when my husband was pursuing me 
And then when we got married, I felt the switch in the year one when we got married or the maybe the first couple years. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because he was pursuing me hard, y'all. Like, he pursued me super hard. But once we got married, I felt the switch a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, you... you you kind of act like you you finished that that finish line, but you literally you just started the race technically, right? Because really, you know, getting married, you're trying to you're really trying to sign up for the race and get prepared for the race, the well, the marathon, really. And <laughs> no, for real. Yeah, I mean, that's real. Yeah, that is for real. real. Yeah. The wedding is not the finish line, ladies. Not at all. That was the start line. You need to prepare for your marriage more than you're preparing for this wedding because this is one day. Yeah. Your marriage is it's till one death day. do you part. It's one day. Man. We stress out over one day. Yeah. I mean. It's, no, it's great enough. Don't hear me saying this. Don't do it. Or, you know, don't hear me down down talking it. But, yeah, we got to get prepared for this marathon. And it's great to establish these um, this culture in the beginning. You know, keep keeping that fire, keeping that, 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 um, that fire fanned mm-hmm. and... Um, a blaze. Because I was like, okay, I was expecting some things to continue forever. So when it switched up, I was like, it actually made me a little bit insecure a little bit because I was like, well, why did it change? Is it because of me? Is it because he doesn't like me as yeah, much Yeah, that goes back to making them feel special. Yeah. Gotta make them feel special. You know, do the surprise, you know, surprise flower, flowers, um, favorite, you know, candies, you know, if they the spontaneous type, take them out randomly, you know, um, take a day out work, spend it with them, you know, all these different things. Just, you know, figure it out. Actively do it, you know. Or ask them, or what do you like? Ask. Yeah, yeah. that 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 is a fantastic <laughs> thing to go by asking them what they like and remembering it, too. We um, we one of our anniversaries, we both got gifts for each other. And neither one of us liked the gifts. You remember that? Uh, I don't remember you not liking the gift I got. <laughs> so why you put me on blast? Uh-uh. You didn't like my gifts. <laughs> Meaning, it wasn't necessarily like we said we don't like it, but it was like months went by and neither one of us had worn it. It was like, what? what's going on? But basically, I say all of that to say, ask them what they like, you know, because... In doing that, then you already know it's almost like a laser focus. Okay, I know out of all these thousands of things, she likes picnics. Okay, let me take her on a picnic. I like nature. I like walking. Mm-hmm. I like being outside. So it's like, okay, those are things my wife likes. My husband likes movies, video games, um, technology, camera, films. Like, okay, those are things he likes. So, you know, keep the spark and also leave room that, you know, things might change. The things that you did while you were dating and she was 22, she might not like now that she's 32. Yeah, just keep that engagement up. Yeah, keep the communication open. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. What? (laughs) No, I was laughing because you're like, I didn't know you didn't like the kid. Uh Oh. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to keep that on here, too. Um, Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Also, don't become lazy in your marriage and take them for granted. I mean, that's pretty much um, what we've been talking about for the most part. But um, marriage in marriage, you got to work. It's not just going to come naturally. You're not just going to, you know, sometimes people have these awesome dating relationships where they don't argue. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> get real um, some people 
people don't. Like, I've talked to a couple, and they're like, you know what? We really don't really have arguments. We really, because um, the husband was saying their personalities were just non-confrontational personalities, and they just work through things, so they well, didn't really, like, Well, yeah, but... But it, I think it's they're just... probably, like, a 5%. Seven percent of the population. I think you're ninety three. They exist, but it's there's no way you're not gonna have disagreements though. Yeah. But I think those people, those weird people, <laughs> I think they deal with other things too. But yeah. Um. So yeah. Anything else, Captain? No. Okay. Um. Again, learning your spouse's love language. We cannot say this anymore <laughs> it is very very important because that that love language especially in the beginning that is just I, that's in their dna mm-hmm. you really have to nurture and pay attention to that and even when you feel don't feel like doing it even when you feel like you know you just lazy oh, i don't really want to do that that doesn't make me comfortable well think about them they're not feeling love over versus your comfort you know what I'm saying? And ultimately, that's going to be um, a better thing for you and y'all in the long run because they're feeling love. And that's just a good synergy tool and um, practice to uh, press on. Yeah. I have a question, actually. Uh-oh. So for a guy, I know a lot of these were kind of focused towards the guys a lot, but for a guy, what is a way that a a wife can have a husband and a boyfriend? So what are ways that a wife can treat the guy um, to make him feel special, from your opinion? Um, Well, that depends on how the wife was with the husband during their time when they were dating. Mm -hmm. That's, you know... Everything is unique to them. Yeah. And, you know. Female perspective. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, whatever, whatever, just pay attention to what he liked while y'all were dating. Hmm. What did I like when we were dating? Hmm. You know? Yeah. What did I like? But you put it back on me. I'm just saying, what did I like? You don't remember? Um, yeah, you like the same things you like now. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's what it was. You <laughs> like going best. on dates. Yeah, you like, know, I like going out. Going out to hanging eat. Hanging out. You like food. <laughs> yeah. And I like, you know, I just, I, ultimately, I really love you being with me and being like under me in my comfort and favorite things whether that be sports you know movies and not talking (laughs) (laughs) she gonna put me on blast wow that's crazy no but just sometimes i talk during the game (laughs) y'all yo i'm gonna tell this story real quick my wife is so amazing y'all i'm gonna brag on her real quick One time, we went down to the Houston... I'm a Houston Rockets fan, by the way. If you don't know, now you know. Um, Western Conference Finals. What was this? 2015? They went to Western Conference Finals? My hair was short. Or 2016? I think they've gone multiple times. Your hair ain't never been short. (laughs) Um... (laughs) And we um, went down there to see the Rockets play when they were... um, um, playing Golden State for the Western Conference Finals. Uh, so, first of all, big shout out to her um, for allowing me to do that. Well, we did that together, but that was so sweet of her, and it was kind of impromptu. But um, on the way back home, um, this was the first time around when Houston had their big major flood. 
<clears throat> as you know, they had a big flood like a year ago, and they had another flood like uh, two and a half years ago. We we ran into all that rain that caused that flood pretty much. And literally, this is the worst rain I had ever experienced in my life. I've seen literally we, we drove like 40 miles on the way, 40 miles per hour on the way back. It added like an extra like two, three hours to our trip on the way back home. But this woman got on the ESPN app because they were they were actually playing another game the day uh, day or two after that we left. She got on the ESPN app, turned on the little game cast, and gave me literally a play-by-play. Like she was like she was an NBA announcer, y'all. I'll never forget this. <laughs> while we were in the car. And that gave me so much comfort and joy. Like that was just so cool. Like, you know, we I'm I'm barely can see driving in the rain, 40 miles per hour. It's thundering, lightning, just storming. We seeing cars all flipped <laughs> off the road. Like, cause people just thought they can drive normal in this horrendous weather. But no. I just really appreciate that. That was just so sweet. And <laughs> you see, I, I remember that. Because that was. Harden so- just shot another three. She was doing that. The- <laughs> she did that the whole game, y'all. The whole game. I was like, wow. But, so yeah. funny. Yeah, that was great. It was a good times. That was a little story for y'all. <laughs> so, yeah. Love language. That's what that was. Love. Yeah. Awesome. Closing out segment three, guys. Segment two. Oh, segment two. Ooh, y'all still have another segment. (laughs) Yeah. All right, y'all. We'll be right back. All right. Young, black, and married, we are back in the building. Segment three. Segment three. Word of wisdom, wisdom word to the men. Don't ever stop dating your wife, period. That's it. (laughs) Segment three. Let's stay together through the good and the bad. Okay. Yeah, let's stay together. How do we stay together? Don't don't separate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's stay together, but let's also have the healthiest, happiest, most um, rejuvenating, and, beautiful relationship we could have. Yeah, let's. Yeah, don't just stay together. Thrive. 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 I know you guys have heard of like marriage being the garden. Tend to your garden. All of my green thumbs out there, you know if you abandon your garden, you're going to have weeds. The weeds are going to choke out your plants. I planted a garden outside. I got okra. I got spinach. I have kale. I've got broccoli and cabbage and tomatoes. But I got those weeds coming up. Those weeds are coming up. Those weeds, 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 weeds. And um, 
those weeds can be the small things in your marriage. Have you ever heard somebody say, don't sweat the small things? I heard people say that all the time and I did not get it. They were like, um, I'd ask, what's your number one advice in marriage? And someone would say to me, don't sweat the small things. And I promise you, when people give you advice and you're not in it, it's so like... It's almost foreign. It's like a language you don't understand. Yeah. It kind of goes over your head, but you need to... Especially if they don't give examples. (laughs) Yeah, you need to catch it from going over your head and just hold it there, honestly. So serious. Or ask clarifying questions. Yeah. Like ask probing questions because if they if what they're does that if mean? they're willing to give you that uh, that answer or or some some advice they should be willing to give you some kind of you know personal experience or example a mm-hmm. good example clear enough for you mm-hmm. so yeah that another one of those examples that frustrated me when I was in my single t- season was oh you'll know when you meet the one. I was like, that is the worst advice I have ever heard <laughs> in my life. I was like, how will I, I need to, like, I'm trying to figure out who, and they're like, you'll know. And when I met him, I knew. And so it's true, guys, you'll know. <laughs> yeah. You'll know. But don't sweat the small things. What are small things? What can small things be? And mind you, like a weed in a garden, it can start off small, but mm-hmm. you leave that mug in there for too long and it will it will challenge your whole growth of your whole garden. Right. This goes back to setting the standard and setting the, the culture for your marriage or if you're later on in your marriage, reestablishing um, your culture or, or refinancing. <laughs> I know some of y'all know what that means. I know. <laughs> Some people, some people know what that means, but, um, you know, just re-engaging, getting back in there and getting like, getting the root of those initial little ticky tack problems before they grow and get a huge head and they just like, are just manifested and they're just big and strong. Cause a lot of times when we, uh, when we, when we are sweating those small things, it's kind of like they become even more stressful because it's an accumulation of things that just built on top of each other. Like, hey, you've been leaving this on the ground or, hey, I guess, you know, seat up or, hey, why are you talking about this right now? Or I'm tired or mm-hmm. cook me something to eat. <laughs> I don't know. Cook for your husband. Cook for your husband. Yes, um, you must cook for him. Okay, so for me, the sweating, the small things looks like... um Justin came home from work and put his clothes somewhere that I didn't want them to be. And I sweated this. Like, sweating the small things is like when you make a big deal out of stuff that's really not that big a deal, but you just let it get to you. You let it make you angry. You get hot over it. And you're like, man, why are these clothes on the floor? Blah, 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 blah. But if you really didn't sweat it, you could either one, just pick it up. I mean, how many seconds of that was your, out of your life? It wasn't that many seconds out of your life. Or um, in a non-confrontational way, just try to work it out with your spouse. Be like, hey, babe, I've noticed um, when you come home, the clothes are on the floor. This does this to me. It makes me feel X, Y, Z. Can you pick them up? Sure. Next day, he still might not pick them up. You don't come angry. You mm-hmm. know, maybe remind or maybe just wait for when he does. And when he does, like, hey, I noticed you picked him up. Thank you so much for picking him up. Yeah. I appreciate it. That makes me feel so much X, Y, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, like that's the small things create the nagging and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. But, I mean, one way to not sweat the small things is to just do it yourself. And honestly... 
when I first got married, that was probably like a cuss word to me because I didn't want to do it myself. Mm. But sometimes you just go back to that pride. Yeah. Check check the old episodes. Sometimes you just need (laughs) to. And sometimes, yeah, he needs to do it too. But right. And then for me, some like what's a small thing that I like something that I did that was like a small thing. You sweat it. Um, chewing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She um, I don't know. She chews loud. <laughs> I like to eat. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I don't know what else to say other than that. It's just I probably could think of something. <laughs> yeah, it's just loud. I mean, it's not. It's not. I, I don't know. You can. What about good friends? What about closest friends ever? He, I mean, she's not that bad, but this man eats like a camel. Oh my goodness. He, he knows who he, he is. He's gonna listen. He don't care. <laughs> he don't care. Uh, but I don't know. That's just always just irked me. And it's just like, uh, when people eat a certain way, it's like, uh, Now when my friends eat with, eat with me, they're gonna be like, is she loud when she eats? they be like, oh, she is loud when she mm-hmm. eats. <laughs> But then don't sweat the small things. Don't, yeah, don't sweat. Don't every meal be tense and angry. And right, like, <laughs> right, yeah. And then you just go, you just going overboard. You just right. doing, just end up doing too much. Don't, yeah, don't sweat it. Don't, those, those small things is just, it's, it's just not worth it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you have those big arguments, they're because of small things, right. and you just let them blow up. Blow up. And you just, right. yeah. Everything save your, I mean, save your energy. There are going to be bigger things that come up in your relationship. And then it's like, okay, now we can come and we can tackle this instead of all these small things in life. All the things, that the, the chewing, the, the socks on the floor, the this the gas was on the, or blah, 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 or the, you know, it's like life has all those little inconveniences and things that can make you irritated, but... You know, life isn't about you not being irritated. You know, like, it's not all about you. And especially in a marriage, it's not all about you. Um, at all. At all. It's not about you at all. It's about the other person and you guys as a whole. Right. Cool? Cool. Yes. You got to choose to commit to. Choose to commit. You have to commit to everything honestly um commit to the 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 culture that you're you know intentionally want to establish um because that saves you a lot of stress and strife in the long run don't get lazy and just pretty much not see the see the finish to the end um commit to the commit to the fight of that love and like pushing forth to you know acting on that your your spouse's love language and what they need on a daily basis commit to not sweating those small things you know mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and then use commitment language use commitment language don't bring up the D word. Don't bring up the divorce word. Mm. Don't bring up. I mean, there are instances when separations need to happen. There are instances when you might need your space. But I mean, if that is you, you know who you are. We're speaking to like the, the broader, the broader, like the majority. Like, don't you don't threaten to do this. Don't threaten to don't threaten leaving in the midst of things or arguments that might have resulted of small things being sweated constantly. Yeah. You know, it's like, are you really going to um, 
Are you really going to choose to leave over a messy house? Is that enough for you to leave the commitment of your marriage because um, your spouse won't do that? Or are you going to leave because your spouse um, leaves the car on E or because your spouse chews loud or because she, you know, like, is that going to be, is that the price of your marriage for you to go? Right. Um, Yeah. Commitment language can also look, you know, positive too. Right. Um, Just constantly telling them that you love them. Those affirming words. I think everybody loves an affirming word, especially from their spouse. Yeah. An active affirming word that just speaks directly to their character and that love language. (laughs) (laughs) She's been been silly. Right. Um, Like, I'm here for you. Yes. No matter what we go through, know that I'm here for you. I love you. Man, that's powerful. Yes. I got your back. Out of the blue, it doesn't have to be necessarily in the midst of a conversation or uh, during a bad time or whatnot. Just... Just let them know. I'm here for you. Yes. I'm never going to leave you. Make them feel special. That's commitment language. Commit to one another. Yeah. Yeah. And think commitment thoughts. <laughs> think that in your mind. Don't be in your mind. Let me leave this man. Why did I get married? married? This man, he left his socks in the floor again. I'm tripping over shoes. Talk, don't, be, don't be talking to yourself in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. I'm, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. Well, well. Uh, <laughs> then commitment thoughts, guys. Yeah. Know that rough times won't last forever. There's joy in the morning. Right. No, they won't. Um, man, your spouse is your is. It's supposed to be and is your your ride or die, your best friend, your love, your rib, your your everything. Your your one. Your spouse is yourself. Hmm. You know, um, and y'all are going to go through rough times. Y'all mm-hmm. are going to go through dry seasons, mm-hmm. rainy seasons, like long bad seasons hmm. and long you know prosperous great fun healthy seasons as well y'all um you're gonna have those ups and downs but you have to you have to cling to the fact that they won't last forever it it, it just doesn't happen whether it, it, it lasts a long time because sometimes when you're in the midst of a you're in the midst of a a storm and you it's We've all been there. You just can't see a way out. It's like, mm-hmm. man, Lord, what? A, how am I going to get out of this? Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of us know that God is faithful in every situation, um, mm-hmm. whether you can see the end or not. Mm-hmm. But um, Yeah, they won't last forever. And when you get out of them, you have a story, you have a testimony, you can speak back to it. You're richer, you're matured, you've got fruit. You know, lots of times we want to dip out of the situation before the fruit has grown in our life. And I mean, I'm thinking back on countless situations where, man, I dipped. God was trying to grow some fruit on me right there. Mm. He was trying to grow some humility on me. He was trying to grow some patience on me. I dipped or I I left. But then we also know those times when we endured and we stuck through it. Mm -hmm. And we have this fruit. We have this character trait now. Like, hey. I've got this um, patience, endurance, kindness. I learned to be kind in this situation. So marriage will definitely do that. It'll grow you. It'll bring fruit to your life. And challenging situations is what really tests your character. And they won't last forever. 
it won't last forever. Right. I used to think it would. I would be like, oh my goodness, this is going to last forever. That was literally a thought in my head that I had at times. Yeah. And Because it's hard. It's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy at all. This life ain't easy. It's not. At all. You got to put in the work, though. Work, 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 work. Got to. <laughs> got to. But um, be encouraged and, and, and look to look ahead. That's really something that now I've learned how to do is to look ahead to what you hope. Look forward. Like, okay, this might be the reality right now, but it's not going to be the reality forever. Yeah. And that's there's very there's that's an empowering thought to say, okay, this might be what's happening, but I'm 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 hoping for and I'm looking for and I'm gonna act upon, I'm gonna act as if this is what's happening right now. Yeah, we might be in a rough point right now, but in my behavior, I'm gonna act as if towards him, not in public to where you're just like putting on the front, blah blah blah, which you know, that's another topic, but to him like okay we're in a rough season but i'm still gonna love you like we're not i'm going to cherish you like we're not i'm gonna honor you and respect you like we're in the best season of our life you might be surprised that might be the thing that pulls you out of the rough season right so you it's mindset so important yeah and vision Mm -hmm. having vision for your marriage because in those storms you can definitely get through what you're going through by knowing where you're going to Mm. that that helps out say that again (laughs) you can get through what you're going through by knowing where you're going to Mm. by having that end in mind Mm -hmm. especially if you know what God has for you in your marriage it it makes a world of difference even though because you can be wandering in that wilderness in that fog and just you know you know, you know how you, you do you do your hands when you when you can't see nothing and it's pitch black and you just got that that weird and you know outward reaching arm movement. If you know if you have vision and you, and you know um, who has you, um, you can make it through. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Lovely. Yes. Well, that's all we got for today, YBM listeners. We thank you so much. You could have been listening to anything in the world, any podcast in the world, yes. but you chose to listen to us. And we greatly fourth appreciate it. Four episodes in. Yeah, fourth, fourth episode in. Again, if you didn't do it, <laughs> truth is like a like a um, email call. Um, I said all to call. Um, if you <laughs> did not send me an email... I want you to send me an email, us an email right now, ybm901 at gmail.com. I don't care if you know us and we talked to you on the phone today or we never met you in our lives and you live in Canada or Yugoslavia, whatever. Send us an email right now. Let us know what you think of this episode and the last episode. Why do you think that? What do you want to hear? What questions you have for us? Let's talk, okay? All right, guys. Can't wait to hear from you. Absolutely. YBM, we are out of here. Bye-bye. See y'all. Be blessed. Yes.